Welcome to The Author's Journey with number one international best-selling author and in-demand publisher, Rebecca Hall Greider. Today, we'll showcase the works of an amazing best-selling author, find out the story behind their book, and explore ways to bring your message powerfully forward. Now, here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone, to The Author's Journey thrilled to have you joining us today. We have the opportunity of talking to two amazing co-authors today that have produced a book that has had a global impact. So we're really excited to bring them to the show today. I know you're going to enjoy them, all that they have to share wisdom and insight around really building a cause, a mission into an exciting action thriller book and how they did that (laughs) to really make uh, a difference, especially around hunger. So the book is titled The Hunger Crime. I know you're going to enjoy meeting each of our guests and learning from them. In order to get the most out of our time together today, I want to encourage you to take a breath. Just breathe in. Let's become fully present and ready to receive tips, ideas, insights, and really discover what it took for them to bring their book forward and any wisdom they have, some behind-the-scenes shares. And for those of you who are avid readers, it's always nice to know a little bit of what it was really like, the story behind the story, as you're reading it and enjoying the novel or book or um, exploring all that you are discovering as you read what they have created and brought forward. If you are a writer out there, it's wonderful to learn from other writers and what they've done, what they've woven into their beautiful book that they have been able to bring forward in a really powerful way. So I know you're in for a treat. Just keep doing that beautiful breath. And I encourage you to grab a piece of paper, uh, writing utensils so you can capture notes and insights as they are shared with you. Because I know there is something here for you today by the very nature of you tuning in. So sit back, take that breath, and enjoy. It is my privilege and honor to introduce our first amazing guest, John Crecy. I know you will enjoy his spirit, his heart, and his energy. Let me share a little bit about his um, professional backgrounds, you know, a little bit more about him. He served in the United Nations World Food Program, WFP, for 27 years, assisting the hungry poor. He served almost three decades there and served a variety of positions in the WFP field offices. And in his final years at WFP, he was appointed acting director of the supply chain. He recently partnered with Trudy Bauer to co-author a book that we're going to talk about today on worldwide hunger and food distribution. He is passionate about feeding the hungry poor around the world. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful and dynamic John B. Crecy to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. Please let me start off by thanking you, Rebecca, for inviting uh, Trudy and I to your podcast to talk about our just uh, recently released book. I just want to say a quick thanks to all the people behind the scene that make this show happen so we can talk about our book tonight and also the listeners today. Um, The book is entitled The Hunger Crime. 
The hunger crime is uh, has all the right ingredients um, of an intriguing, fast-paced thriller, such as hunger, death, fraud, ransom, hostages, love, and there's peace there. What makes the hunger crime different from other thrillers is the setting of the story. It's set inside a humanitarian organization. The story will take you behind the scenes of a humanitarian organization, revealing what it takes to feed hungry people today in some of the roughest and harshest places in the world out there today. Um, to give you a bit of insight on the book, uh, when Trudy and I started this project, you know, we wanted to to write a book which was both entertaining but also educational. And we put together our combined experience of 60 years in the humanitarian world and came up with a story that uh, would keep our readers glued to the page. But also we would bring out some really hard facts of how the world is today when it comes to feeding people. And one of the things that we wanted to bring out in the book was the fact that there is a hunger crisis out there and it's been looming for years and it continues to grow every year. And much of this is caused by increasing war, insecurity, poverty. And because of this, there is over one billion people today that are food insecure and usually go to bed every night without a meal in order to feed their children. But that being said, today, every, every 10 seconds, a child dies of hunger. That's 3.1 million children. It's not a small number. It's a very big number. And we wanted to bring these things out to the world. Also, we wanted to highlight, you know, the harsh conditions, the rough conditions that humanitarians work in every day, risking their lives out there on the front line to assist those in need. Mm. And on top of that, many are senselessly killed every year, injured, beaten, tortured, only because they want to feed those that need their assistance. Mm. I want to stop here and maybe let Trudy come in and add something. Um, But that gives you a good highlight of, of what we were thinking when we wrote the book. Great. And these are really difficult things that you're sharing. And we're going to bring Trudy on in just a moment because I want to formally introduce her too. Uh, But before I do that, I'd love for you to share a little bit of how you were looking to also make a positive difference in bringing this information forward. Because I didn't want people to think it's a hard, painful, you know, heavy, heavy book to read, (laughs) but that it has um, excitement in it. And you mentioned peace and some other things. And then part of how you released it into the world, you were able to raise funds to also help. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yes. No. uh, Sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me me point out also about the book when we Mm -hmm. wrote it. It's um, part fiction and part reality. Mm-hmm. So when the reader reads uh, the operational interventions, those are true interventions which Trudy or I experienced out in the field or our colleagues. And mm-hmm. these are firsthand accounts from people in Somalia and Haiti and different parts of the world that mm-hmm. we cover um, in our story. Um, one, of, one of the things that you mentioned, you know, about the story is, mm-hmm. you know, how we helped other people. Um, I'd like to turn that around a little bit because when we launched the book, mm-hmm. we we had an enormous um, outreach from people asking what they could do. 
Mm. You know, people that were reading it and spreading the word and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and people were asking if they could give and we were giving them direction to read and go on to the site. So what, what we had was a large outreach um, when the story was released and uh, we were close with social media and others. I love that. And I love that you built that into the book and into releasing it, not only bringing awareness and some of these firsthand accounts forward, but also harnessing that awareness to really make a difference. I think that's really powerful. And for any of our readers out there, I hope that you're getting intrigued. We will let you know where you can find this amazing book towards the end of the show so you can make sure to get a copy. For those of you authors out there, it's really great to think about is there something you're looking to bring forward in bringing your book forward? How can you harness that? How can you help with the release of the book create momentum around that cause that is important to you? So it's great, great food for thought. Well, without further ado, I want to bring Trudy on. I know she has so much to share and add to the conversation as well. So Trudy is the co-author. They wrote this powerful book together. So I want to share a little bit about Trudy. So Trudy Bauer studied French literature, international affairs. She was inspired by the writings of Victor Hugo, and she embarked on an overseas career with care, cooperative assistance, and relief everywhere, and at the UN World Food Program spanning 30 years. She managed food assistance programs in India and Bangladesh and Madagascar, just to name a few. And in 2011, she began the co-author journey of this book with John to bring the hunger crime forward. And she is passionate about sharing this message and this book with the world. Please lean in. A warmly welcome, the powerful, dynamic, and heart-centered Trudy Bauer to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very, very excited to be here again with you on this side of the uh, the journey, shall we say, <laughs> post-publication. Yes, it is a journey. <laughs> so thrilled to have you joining us and sharing with us today. And I know as, as John was sharing, I'm sure you had things popping up in your heart that you wanted to add to the conversation about why this book and what you hoped it would achieve and, and kind of why you brought it forward in this format, why you selected this action thriller um, type of format to bring this message and information to the world. Love to hear your thoughts. Well, I feel this book speaks on so many levels and has something for everyone. Um, On the surface, it seems like, you know, a a beach read in a sense. It's a gripping crime thriller. It's got all the good and bad actors and the exotic venues. And it takes the reader on a tour of the globe from Rome to Somalia and to Haiti and Panama and Colombia. So that's on the surface, the plot line. But uh, on another level, it is a hero's journey, and it's a story mm-hmm. of the protagonist, Bentano, who's our humanitarian, who faces um, many challenges that our colleagues and ourselves have faced in the field, um, how he overcomes these challenges and how he's changed by them and who he becomes as a result. So in this sense, uh, the reader can be assured it's a journey with an ending. So they 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 need to power through to get to the ending because all challenges can be difficult. And it's yes. what makes us grow as a result. Mm, I um, love that. And at the third level, 
it's it's the context and and the and setting. It's a story of hunger and the story of hope, hope for humanity. I can say, uh, as John said, it's inspired by true events, and it is a window into the unknown world of who the humanitarians are throughout the world who are delivering this life-saving food. And for me and John, we'd love this book to be an advocacy on their behalf, shining a light on, on who they are and what they do unseen by the world in the way that COVID-19 shone a, shone a light onto the frontline health workers all over the world because mm -hmm. they were more or less invisible until the crisis. So by getting into the next to us and, and part of our community during the duration of this book, they will have an idea of how these people live and the sacrifices they make and their commitment and, and their idealism. Um, and also we, we honor the people who are hungry and we look at hunger from their perspective. So mm -hmm. understand what it means to be hungry and the choices um, families face, particularly women, in, in the case of, of our drought, you know, you, you migrate or you die. There are, there are two choices for many of these. So that's why for, for us, we wanted to honor all those who are in humanitarian service and beneficiaries of humanitarian service. So that was one thing. And just, we didn't talk about the title in detail, but it is a crime. And the literal crime is a crime against the the hungry perpetuated at the heart of the humanitarian agency. Mm. So there is a true crime. And, um, and, and the bigger crime is the crime of the hunger paradox where there's enough food produced to feed the world, but there are, as John said, 1 billion people. So we have two levels of, of the crime. Um, that reminds us. And that's why we, we didn't talk a lot about the cover, but we, we love the cover because it's a bit dark and it's a bit provocative and mysterious. And we, we both fell in love with the cover for different reasons. And uh, we, we hoped it would bring the reader in. And we just wanted to reassure the reader that the back cover is orange and that was the color of hope. Mm, so nice. Darkness, there is always light. I love that. Do you do you mind describing the front cover a little bit? So I, I need to describe some of how we react when we see it in the elements. But what what does it look like? So when people are looking out there for your book, they're able to recognize this is it. This is the one. Well, it's it. Well, the first thing you see is the number one international bestseller badge in the top Dun -dun -dun. right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> first thing that that helps us to stand out on a bookshelf, and and it's really a very very valuable, um, how do you say, achievement. Yes. Um, what we see is that the title and then the, the whole background is sort of dark with some orangey dark hues. And you have the outline of some outstretched hands. And it's sort of the iconic um, hands with the empty bowl that, mm -hmm. as John said, indicates need. And in those hands and inside the bowl, which has all sorts of uh, exotic inscriptions inside, you see there's there's a B, which is the symbol for Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And so instead of getting food, it's a reminder of all the wealth that is hidden in the Internet, that's hidden in stock market transa transactions. So the, the possibility to feed the hungry is there, 
but all they're getting is an empty bowl of full of promises and uh, probably most readers won't figure that out as they look at it, but they will be drawn in and curious that what does this mean exactly? Um, I love yeah. it. I love all the layers that you've added in and the thought. So anyone listening, I know when they get the book, they're going to look at that cover a little bit differently <laughs> with what you've shared. I think that's that's brilliant. Um, John, did you have something you wanted to add? Yes, um, a tip to to those that are planning on writing and publishing a book um for for trudy and i it was it was a big task to agree on the on the cover mm -hmm. i think that you know we we drove the art the graphic artist to, through hell you know we we got the standard type of graphics you know the hands with the empty bowl and uh, the 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 humanitarian running away from gunfire and the humanitarian rescuing a child um, but that was all standard. We had seen that all before. And when we told the graphic artist, we want you to, to think outside of the boundaries and give us something different. We saw this one with the begging hands mm -hmm. and the Bitcoin, which summed up the story. Beautiful. Food versus greed. It really summed up our story there. But we were also a little bit uh, bashful, you know, let me put it that way, and thought that we might be too bold. So we even reached out. To, uh, to, to an executive uh, that worked for an international advertising company and asked him for his thoughts. And he told us that we were on the money with the colors, with the begging hands, the Bitcoin, raised curiosity. It showed the colors for hope, but it also showed colors of the dark storm. You know, mm -hmm. so, so I want to tell people out there, upcoming writers, is that there's a lot of time that goes into thinking out if you want to have a, a cover that grabs you because it's yep. so important when you go into a bookstore, the first thing you do is you look at the cover and then you read the back. Exactly. And it's so important that you have that and you put and you invest a great deal of time in that. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Great I tips. Great like insight. There. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yes, Trudy. No, just very quickly. I think for both of us, it was gut level reaction. Like we, mm -hmm reacted in our gut our intuition <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's not normally something i i would go for you know it wasn't me it was the book it had its yes. own identity so it kind of yes. called yes. to us shall we say yeah. <laughs> i love it well and that is i i like that point too that a book does become its own being <laughs> and it has its own vibration its own way of showing up in the world and that cover is the container for that and builds the bridge to the potential readers and the readers so it's really important to honor the vibration the heartbeat of the book and what it is and how it's supposed to show up in the world so i love that you guys felt into that we're willing to go outside of the box we're persistent <laughs> about having it come forward in in the way that honored the book the message and all you were looking to do i love that thank you for sharing we are getting ready to go to our first commercial break and as we do so listeners really think about some of what trudy and john have shared and we'll continue our conversation in just two minutes Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for speakers wanting to get on more stages. With just one audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities, reach more people, and expand your impact. Finalists get to audition live in front of leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Apply now at SpeakerTalentSearch.com. That's SpeakerTalentSearch.com. We look forward to hearing your message. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our first segment. Excited to be uh, continuing the conversation with Trudy and John. And one of the things I love about them is not only they've created this powerful book together, but the friendship and the relationship that they have. And you can see some of that coming through and their different personalities and perspectives in bringing this book forward and the amazing alignment that has been created in the mission. And I just love that with them and how they've been able to navigate together, dance in that and bring that forward. So I just, you know, listeners, I want you to be paying attention to that (laughs) as we continue our conversation because they do dance really beautifully together. And I don't always see that every time with co-authors. I think that's something really unique and special that they have created. So I appreciate that. I was thinking about the journey because it is a journey to bring this book forward. And you started it in 2011. So that's a very long journey that you've been on together, bringing this book forward. And then when it was launched and shared into the world, it was received as a number one international best-selling book very, very quickly. In seven countries, you hit that best-selling status in above 93 categories and 17 of them ranking number one. Just huge success. And that was just the beginning of it rippling out to the world. So you really struck a powerful chord and were able to reach. And then I love hearing that it created this momentum and so many people leaning in to help and wanting to make a difference and contribute in some ways. So just so much in that journey and the release of it to celebrate. And I'm curious, in a journey that long, is there a surprise that um, strikes you? Or, or when you look back, you remember a moment that really surprised you or caught you off guard and did not know that was coming that you navigated through and any tip that you have around that. So I don't know, John, do you want to go first? Okay. Um, let me start off with a tip to, you know, the upcoming writers and uh, publishers out there is, you know, as you mentioned, it took us 12 years to get mm-hmm. through this book. <laughs> and yeah. so what it tells you, if, if you believe, don't give up. Mm. Really don't give up. Um, the whole thing is about believing. And if you do, um, you'll get there. Nice. Um, and before we get to the bestseller, you know, one of, one of, one of the, my favorite moments was Trudy and I were going through the book and 
reading and making changes and editing and so on and so forth. But the moment of relief came when we when we ran into the right people. We were mm. blessed having the right people to carry us across the line. And one of my piece of advices to people are, if you know nothing about this business, you must link up with the right people to help you get across the line. It's not just writing the story. It's also publishing the story. Yes. It's also getting the message out with the story. And, and like I said, if you're not part of that world, it's very difficult. So we were blessed to run into you and your team and, and Kathy's team and, uh, and you, and you people helped us really push it over the line and helped us get to an international, um, bestseller. And, and we thank you both for that. So mm. a piece of advice there on the bestseller side, <laughs> it's, it's really unexplainable. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, the, the days that you launch, you know, Trudy and I were talking back and forth, what's going on, what's happening. And, you know, you sit there and, you know, a lot of curiosity, a lot of things running through your mind. But when we got your message, you know, we went number uh, number one in four countries and, and we're on the bestseller list in another three. It was a sense of relief for me because mm. I knew that we had done well. Yes. And then there's the whole part about satisfaction that comes in when people start writing to you, you know, with the book reviews, can't put it down, fast paced thriller. You kept me on a roller coaster, you know, um, you know, those are the parts that are really satisfying. You know, we had people that said, you know, John, the book's too short. We just mm. didn't get enough. When's the next sequel coming? So mm. those those give you some really, really um, energetic feelings, let me put it that way, which may push us on to even write a, a second book. Just to give you an example, and I'll be very quick. A retired deputy executive director of the World Food Program worked out, uh, reached out to me and he asked me, he said, what does an ex-Serbian general have to do with uh, refugees in the dub camp in Kenya? I said, you have to read on. It will all come together at the end. When he finished the book, he said, totally amazing. All those, all those loose ends came at, came together at the end. So, and I really enjoyed. It. I'm going to read it the second time. So, these are the things that are are really satisfying. Nice, nice. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing. And uh, Trudy, I'd love to have you add to that. And and was there something when you look at the journey that stands out as something that surprised you and a tip around that, as well as maybe a, a favorite moment? Um. Yeah, I, I think that at the beginning when the publishers were rejecting it, um, I let it go for a while, John, and I just took a break. And then somehow I, I had friends who were self-publishing and I said, well, maybe, maybe we could do that because mm -hmm. we didn't know. We first time authors, we don't know how to do anything in this area, this industry. And as John said, it's very important to educate yourself on the industry and the country where you live in. And we live in two countries, you know, and find your niche and all those things about your audience. But the first thing is to write the book. And mm -hmm. um, I could have, we could have given up. I say I could have given up, but we each have our own opinions when to give up. <laughs> but, um, but I think we let, uh, uh, you know, uh, two or three years go by where I didn't, touch it and he didn't touch it and he was still sort of trying to see if if there were other possibities for the for the plot and other areas but 
then we decided to go ahead and somehow I just said, I'm go we're going to finish this book. And I just made it. I wasn't going to give up. I'm going to finish this book and we're going to finish this book. We're going to finish this book. So I say, uh, don't give up. And, and as you know, we sort of set out that intention and, and we, we had the right people to help us, as John said. And I will repeat what John said, that um, it really takes a village because I compare it to a first-time mother giving birth to a baby. Uh, you know, you had the labor, you had the euphoria of, of the publication, and then you kind of are clueless about what comes next. And there's a little bit of angst there because marketing is a whole other area with other skill sets. Not all writers have the skill sets, so it takes a lot of patience. It needs a strategy. It needs um, some kind of competency in social media. And and we started with Amazon reviews. And I think the combination of getting the Amazon rating as bestseller, you know, it, it, it's really great and it opens a lot of doors. But also getting literary reviews are very important together. So you have different segments of readers who are validating that this is a good work. And I would say one of the high points for me was getting that recent literary review where, I mean, in one sentence, they they got it. They, they said, we crafted a, a brilliant story. It's entertaining, educational. Readers are hooked with a gripping crime and action-filled plot and introduced to the hard and tireless work that humanitarians do today. So... To get a literary review gives it even more um, momentum. So I'd say the journey of marketing is is uh, building blocks. Yep. And, and yep. we are learning. We still are, you know, ingenues in this area, and, and we're we're doing our best in all areas. And and uh, it's slow. I mean, it's hard to sell books in this context, but we're slow and steady is winning the race. And I think now we, we have a little more confidence with the reviews, et cetera. And it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, um, yeah, it, I think you do need some advice and some assistance in, in the marketing area because writers don't necessarily have these skill sets. Yes. And I Thank think you for the prize was the international bestseller. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's this great review. That really was a lovely surprise for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. If I could come in just quickly yep. on surprises, yep. is, is uh, as I mentioned briefly, you know, um, when we launched this book and it got into hands of people from uh, social media, bloggers, so on and so forth, um, journalists, and they knew it was a cause-related book. You know, we had a story to tell. We had a cause to reach out for, so on and so forth, and try to bring people in closer. We never had so much outreach, you know, in the sense mm -hmm. they were reaching in and basically asking us to do interviews, to do podcasts. And as Trudy mentioned, we just had a great book review, you know, one of the biggest book clubs in the U.S. just finished the review. And and the number of people reaching in and asking us to participate in different things. We'll have a big announcement to make on the 15th of May, and I hope people will follow us through our website and, and, our, and our posts that we do every week. Um, and 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 the momentum will be will be picking up as as we go on. So I really want to thank also the outside world. Nobody wanted to sit on their hands. Somebody wanted to do something, anything to try and help us with our cause because they knew it's a desperate situation. And and the pouring out was was really there. And that was surprising. Mm. That was surprising. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. You've created such a powerful work. Uh, we could, I know the time goes so quickly and I know our listeners are, are, I am sure, wanting more of Trudy and John. So I would love to let them know, one, where can they find your book? We'll give them the title again. And what is the best way for them to connect in and go deeper? And I didn't know, Trudy, if you wanted to share that or John, if you did. So let me know who would like to share. Trudy? I have a few addresses. Um, well, the book is available on Amazon.com, or it's published through Ingram Books, and it's available um, in Barnes and Noble and major bookstores wherever books are sold. And you just have to ask them if they um, have dealings with Ingram Books, because it could be in local bookstores, but it just depends. And then our website is thehungercrime.com. And my Facebook is Trudy E. Bauer, and LinkedIn is Trudy E. Bauer, and John will um, tell us his. Yep. Perfect. John? <laughs> so I'm on uh, Facebook, John Creasy, and I'm on LinkedIn, uh, John Creasy, so you can reach out to me there. Um, we do try to answer everybody's queries, questions that come in every day. Um, we do mentor people that ask us that want to join and be part of this environment and, and, you know, uh, following the cause. And, and, and we try to give as much advice as possible. We may take some time to respond, but we do try to respond to everyone. And anyone we haven't responded to, please send your message again, and we'll try and get a, get a mess, uh, response back to you. Wonderful. Well, thank you both. I know it's a busy time after the launch and as you're continuing to interview and get the message out. So I so appreciate you taking time today. It was an honor to um, work with you and get to be part of that team launching and bringing it to the world. And um, I'm so glad that it has been received as powerfully as it has. So thank you both for joining us today. Listeners, I want to encourage you to reach out to our guests if they have generously given their contact information and that is on purpose so I encourage you to do that also I have a free resource for you those of you who are looking to bring your book forward and want to know maybe the myths and truths about publishing what is a launch um, how do I have an idea how do I bring my book forward all those types of things we've created a powerful resource called the emerging author series with an s it's plural emerging author series.com and that is our free gift to you you will find a collection of ebooks they're about a chapter each in length that can support you on any of those questions the things that we're most frequently asked to help you move your book and your message forward because if you have that pull that call on your heart to bring a message forward i want to encourage you to be persistent like trudy and john talked about today Find a way to bring it forward. Find that team to support you on the journey and be willing to discover the best way to bring it forward and share it with the world because it is needed. We need what has been placed on your heart. So keep reading, keep writing, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward. 